0: M S W Media.
1: News was swearing. Till the beans, till the beans, till the beans, till the beans.
0: Hello, and welcome to The Daily Beans for Thursday, September 26, 2019. Today, the memo of Trump and Zelensky's conversation. Congress gets the whistleblower complaint. Trump holds a press conference about it and an update on the Trump lawsuit against the Manhattan DA. I'm your host, A.G., and with me today are Jalisa Johnson. Hello. And Amanda Reeder. Hello. Jordan is on vacation, taking a vacation day. So uh, I hope she's treating herself and uh, filling in is going to be Amanda. Uh, Thanks for having me. I'm excited
2: that Jordan's having a fun
0: day, having adventures. Yes. On a very, very so many news day. So many news. (laughs) Yeah. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm feeling
1: really good. I'm having moments where I do kind of crash from the high, the impeachment high. The impeachment high? (laughs) Yeah. But I come right back with a new headline. So I'm feeling fresh right now. I'm feeling funky.
0: (laughs) Frisky. Lots of F F words, I guess. Fresh, frisky. Impeachment high. I like it. (laughs) Um... And so, also, I just want to remind you guys if you're not a patron, now's a good time. Uh, if you're a patron of Daily Beans, you'll automatically also be a patron of Miller, she wrote. You get our newsletter, uh, my research notes every week, ad-free Daily Beans episodes, uh, and coming soon we'll have some cameras up in the studio so you can you can see me in my winter onesies if that's what you want. And you can join in uh, our impeachment cocktail parties. So those are always fun. And we have some great thank you gifts as well. A lot of bonus content, book reviews, uh, membership in our closed online communities. You can play our Fantasy Indictment League. You get VIP meet and greet pre-sale tickets to live events. It's really fun. It's an amazing community. So head to patreon.com slash the Daily Beans, to sign up now. Uh, and there is wall-to-wall news today, so you'll want to listen all the way through on this one. So hop on the elliptical for a while, or pop on your headphones and take the doggo for a walk, whatever you, whatever you want, and uh, let's hit the hot notes. Awesome. Hot notes. Baby. So I woke up this morning to the news. This is a West Coast thing, right? Because most of the time when we wake up here on the West Coast, it's already three hours deep. That's true. In Washington.
1: Yeah, people are trying to like alert us like, wake up, Mueller, show Daily Beans. Yeah, where yeah. are you? Where are you? Emergency <laughs> sewed. Emergency sewed. Right. What's our like signal, like our bat signal? You know, we don't have one. The, the, <laughs> the magnifying beans? glass. Oh, beans? The bean signal? Yeah, yeah. You know, or the lady, the... <laughs> <laughs> Detective lady, I don't know what we call her. I forget. We had
0: a name for her. We had
1: several names. For her. I mean,
0: we call her Spyglass Lady. Yeah. Um, Now she's coffee lady for Daily Beans. Nice, nice. uh, Anyway, I woke up this morning to the news that the White House had released its version. Okay, this is the four-page bar memo, (laughs) if you want to call it that, of the conversation between Trump and Ukrainian President Zelensky. And we are going to go over it today, but it's important that I clarify that the details of the call are not needed for what Trump did to be considered an impeachable offense. I want to be clear that while we will parse the implications of what the White House released, it's clear... The transcript is not complete. There's many ellipses in it indicating that there's a lot missing. Uh, And it's about if you read it, it's about a five minute conversation and it says it's 30 minutes, although there was a lot of translating that could make up for that. Even if you doubled it, you're still looking at maybe 15 minutes tops. Uh, And parsing these details is a lot like arguing what color shoes Trump wore when he robbed the bank. So I just want to kind of make that clear before we start discussing the details of it. But the White House's message is that there was no squid pro crow. Uh, that's our name for quid pro quo. Uh, I believe otherwise, but uh, I I think there is. Oh, I agree. Some clear squid pro quo. Yeah, but if people want to for wait sure. to have that discussion, that's
1: fine. we got plenty to talk about.
0: <laughs> but uh, that's not relevant in the impeachment conversation. The impeachable offense offenses here are twofold. First, uh, which Trump admitted to. Uh, before he released this, you know, version of the conversation, he asked a foreign leader for dirt on a political opponent. And second is the blatant abuse of power, which Trump admitted, where Trump uses a government agency, namely the Department of Justice, to investigate a political opponent. Hmm. This was uh, one of the two articles of impeachment for for Nixon. One was obstruction. Yeah. Which this you know president and this administration has done a lot. They're doing it right now by not allowing the DNI to talk. Uh, in just this particular case and there's millions of other obstructions. Right, right. A, right. a fe of <laughs> I, obstruction. I
1: think it'd be really fun as like one of those kind of print gifts to uh, deliver a box of dirt to like a Republican and just like call it Hillary's dirt or something. Dirt I don't on know. Hillary. Dirt on Hillary. <laughs> dirt on Trump. Whatever. You, dirt on Biden. Just that's a fun Christmas. You know, the holidays are coming up. <laughs> Send your reps a box of dirt. Right? It's it's fucking. Stuff. Just
0: kidding. <laughs> I, uh, fucking. Yeah, there's I, free
1: so, dirt on Craigslist all the time. Make to,
0: use of it. I was trying to say a fun stocking stuffer and it came out of fucking sun stuffer that's even better <laughs> what is that? that's horrible <laughs> <laughs> it's God speaking through you <laughs> oh my gosh um so uh news was swearing uh welcome uh but uh, and the other Nixon impeachment article was Abuse of power because he pressured the IRS to do audits on his political opponents. This is asking a foreign leader to dig up dirt on your political opponent. This is blatant, mm-hmm. blatant impeachable offense. Now, regarding, let's get into the details. Uh, re- and remember, we don't need these, but it, I, I I like them. So, regarding Squid Pro Crow in the White House's version of the conversation, Trump says, "Let me ask you for a favor," and this is after mentioning the military aid to Ukraine. So, let's look back at Volume Two. <clears throat> of the Mueller report, section two, part I, on page one eighteen, in the analysis of the obstructive act, where he, you know, where uh, Trump asked McGahn to to have the lie about having the special counsel fired. Um, We learned that there was substantial evidence that although Trump did not use the word fire when he asked McGahn to fire Mueller, the context and series of events supports evidence of an obstructive act. So while Trump may say there was not an explicit quid pro quo in the Ukraine call, at least what we can see of it, uh, that does not preclude an implicit quid pro quo occurred. The totality of the evidence must be taken into account. If we learned anything from the Mueller report, Mm. it's that the totality of the evidence is what's important here.
1: Yeah, there's a quote for this. I think it's like
0: the sum of the parts is... The whole is greater than the sum of its parts. There you go, yeah. You got it. It's a synergistic thing. And uh, in some late-breaking news regarding the full contextual impact of the call between Zelensky and Trump, an advisor to Zelensky and a member, he's now or a former member of Ukraine's parliament or current member, uh, has told uh, ABC, quote, it was clear that Trump will only have communications if they will discuss the Biden case. This issue was raised many times. I know that Ukrainian officials understood. So the Biden investigation was a precondition for the phone call on July 25th between Zelensky and Trump. And, and it's clear in a lot of hundreds have said this, that the conversation that we saw today that the White House gave us is not a beginning of a conversation or an end of a conversation. It's a middle of a conversation. Just like the bar summary, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So there's some other conversations that have precluded, or not precluded, but... Uh, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Came before.
2: Yeah. Like P- this. It's Percluded. sort of included. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There are conversations that came before the one that Preceded. we're all learning Preceded. about. Yeah. That's the word. That's nice. a good one. Thank that's you. A
0: teamwork one. is yeah. it a teamwork. fucking teamwork. I <laughs> love that Ukrainians are just like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Poor Zelensky during that presser. And we'll get to that uh, shortly. But man, he, his look on his face. Uh, So, yeah, there was this. They are saying the Biden investigation uh, was a precondition for the phone call. So not that it needs to be. But that is lends to the evidence that supports that this was a squid pro Mm quo or quid pro quo, if you want to be a professional about it. (laughs) So I'm not sure why Trump thought releasing this call would be useful to him. (laughs) There are reports that he thought, oh, I'll just release it. Everything will be fine. Um, probably because right after he did all this, right after the Mueller report came out, right? He didn't get stung. Yeah, in the Mueller he report. felt invincible, right? Yeah. I love it.
2: That's the crazy thing about Trump is like, he really buys his own win, win big, do whatever you have to do to win. You know, he genuinely doesn't think there's anything wrong with what he's doing. He's like, well, me asking people for help on Biden is just me helping me, therefore helping the country. Yeah. Like he just, I think he believes that. Like, I think he thought releasing the call would be good for him because he doesn't actually believe he did anything wrong.
1: Yeah. It could also be an addiction, like a power addiction or like getting away with things when you do it for 73 years. And man, it's hard to break that habit. (laughs) That's what I was going to say.
0: He's been so up for so long. This is how he thinks shit just works. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, so but he thought this would be great. It will exonerate him fully. Um, And it only verifies that Trump did ask a foreign leader to dig up dirt on a political opponent. (laughs) And it indicates uh, he involved the Department of Justice. He mentioned the the attorney general multiple times, which is a clear abuse of power. Uh, Some wonder if this was Trump trying to unobstruct justice. Um, by, you know, when he came forward and said, we're going to release the call. It's going to be, it was perfect. Yeah, yeah, unfuck yourself. I've heard of that. (laughs) This reminds me of when he asked Jeff to unrecuse himself. Mm -hmm. Um, But much like how you can't unrecuse yourself, once the crime is committed, the crime of obstruction, um, obstructing the whistleblower complaint from getting to Congress, for example, you can't undo that crime by all of a sudden unobstructing justice. (laughs) He already obstructed and the DOJ helped him do it sort of like
2: when you like are failing a class and you forgot to hand an assignment you show up like afterwards like can i give you this instead yeah or like when you <laughs> yeah.
1: sharpie a hurricane like projectile <laughs> you know like display and just assume that everybody's gonna be like oh that's not weird at all
0: <laughs> Who the, hur- that? the hurricane unrecused itself from alabama <laughs> <laughs> So, (laughs) Reminds me of the old Alabama knockers Oh, that's beautiful (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's it's absolutely insane And I have personal uh, government experience with this When uh, I was given a specific set of rules Mm -hmm. And no one else was given them And when I brought this to the attention of someone saying it was retaliatory for my political beliefs All of a sudden, those rules were sent to everyone in the office As if you could then, you know after the fact, like time is linear. Oh, it's guys. not just you. It's everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and so I I, I fully understand uh, this, the implications of this.
2: Also, uh, something that I heard just on the way over today to the studio on NPR was that uh, in terms of the call, it wasn't actually recorded. Um, there was an official note taker. So we don't actually know the official like length of the call because there is no recording. So they're thinking that it could have been one of the uh, uh, note takers who was the whistleblower. Um, and, uh, yeah, we don't, unfortunately, you know, the White House is obviously releasing something redacted, saying the ellipses are just when, oh, the ellipses were just when people were, you know, when the, when people couldn't make out what they were saying or, like, some silences in the call or whatever, which is, like, mm-hmm. obviously bullshit. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it kind of surprised me that these calls weren't
0: recorded. Well, they weren't recorded, per se, but they were uh, r- not recorded, but uh transcribed right. using voice recognition software okay and so if this voice recognition software like dragon uh would have a record of being used and at least timestamps, mm-hmm. or, or at least what was translated from voice to text and if that could be subpoenaed uh, that would be very interesting. That wow. software could be subpoenaed, and we don't know if the ICIG already investigated that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the ICIG did a full investigation, and we still haven't seen uh, his notes on this, and he's been stonewalled by <clears throat> Department of Justice and the White House. Yeah, but so- what would also be interesting. One last thought here, mm-hmm. uh, uh, not to cut you off, but uh, if that were if that evidence were destroyed, there would also be massive implications mm-hmm. for that.
1: That is insane. And I'm I'm sorry to cut you off. I just got so excited because... Obviously, the parallels to Watergate are uncanny, but it also seems like a generational metaphor, too, because with Watergate, it was like tapes, right? Was it cassette tapes? What kind of tapes? It was reel-to-reel tapes. Oh, my gosh. On a recording
0: device in the office. Yeah. And th- apparently, there were there was a chunk of, of time missing from those tapes. Mm-hmm. And it happened to be during the, the smoking gun part of the conversation. And the woman who was responsible for pressing start and stop with her foot on these tapes says she accidentally stopped the recording for those specific minutes, but then realized her mistake several minutes later and then turned the recording back on. Interesting. Yeah, I saw that episode of Mindhunter. I um, <laughs> yes. I think it's such Shout a... up, Mindhunter.
1: Right? I think it's such a fascinating like uh, parallel of the technologies because now we have... You said this is a translator software? Yeah,
0: it's That's like... incredible. Like talk to text when you... Yeah,
1: we went from mm-hmm. cassette tape treason, or not even treason because it was like more domestic, but the, you know, corruption to... Voice, voice recorded, text. translated Software, holy crap This is the future
0: And I would love to see it in its original form Because my mm. voice to text sucks <laughs> <laughs> So I would really love to see The call In their voice, you know How their their software interpreted What they were saying Yeah, that and I wonder what he's going to
1: blame on the recorder Like, I didn't say the N word, it was the recorder yeah.
2: <laughs> I always get really mad I nuns. said,
1: we have to think bigger
2: <laughs> Oh my god <laughs> Uh, that's amazing I always get really like nonsensical texts from my wife because of voice to text she'll be like driving trying to like ask me what I want for dinner or hey, whatever what do you want For
0: dinner you goddamn motherfucking bitch oh yeah
2: when- <laughs> yeah yeah like the South Park to episode, episode part, of Tourette's. Yeah. she'll be yeah. driving first of all voice to text sucks because so I never know what she's saying half the time but even when she does try to voice text me it, it always like she'll be like hey honey like what do you want for dinner and then she'll be like oh fucking goddamn it because she's trying to park or drive
0: and it, her road rage is always included in her voice to text that's great <laughs> why don't you walk as slow as you possibly can <laughs> motherfucker and i'll get you some pork chops it you know. transcends yeah <laughs> in case you're not aware
2: southern californians have really bad road rage this is something i discovered when i moved here uh from canada uh, people are really nice on the street, and when you meet them, but in their cars, they are psychopaths. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got to catch
1: them at the beach. Yeah, not in the streets.
0: <laughs> so we need to look at corruption, motherfucker. Hurry up! He's on the phone. It's <laughs> the title of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, And speaking of technology, this is a really great segue, Jalisa. Today in Republicans Can't Tech, Tech, (laughs) Tech, 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 (laughs) uh, the White House accidentally sent their spin points for the phone call, meaning the list of how they intended to trick Americans into believing he did nothing wrong. They accidentally sent those talking points to House Democrats. But that's not even the best part. I mean these talking points are so dumb. They're like, here's how you debunk what uh this part of the call says, here's the myth about this, here's the fact. Okay, so you would you would say that it wasn't um intentionally leaked.
1: There's no reason to leak these I didn't read the bullet points myself. I was just like, What if they did this on purpose? But
0: knowing the context, maybe not. I don't know if it was intentionally sent or not, but the best part was when the special assistant to Trump tried to recall the message. <laughs> And this is so great because there's a little photo of it. I tweeted it out earlier today and it's like from... What was her name? Simons, I think. Something Q. Simons. And it, it's uh, Tori mm-hmm. Q. Simons. Q. What's Q? Is she mm, q anon? on? <laughs> uh, it's, you know, it. She, her emails is like uh, 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 trying to recall the message. What to say about the conversation between Trump and Zelensky. <laughs> and it's just it's really funny. She apparently thought... That when you recall a message in Outlook, that it actually prevents the other party from reading it. That's fantastic. That's tough. Yeah, that is so
2: awful and wonderful at the same time. Yeah, it's oh, it feels so good. Okay, I'm some just... people are
0: like, "Wasn't it an accident?" It's almost too mm. good, right?
2: <laughs> the way they lay it out too is like it's sort of like I don't know, like a a really lame flyer that's like shoved under your front door. <laughs> like I can't think of. It's like this is myth this is fact this is myth. This yeah is
1: fact. as many political flyers are actually yeah. more, not that you mention it
0: yeah yeah totally <laughs> yeah so anyway that just that cracked me up i couldn't believe uh she tried to recall the message now if you're in the same network and i mean if if certain conditions are perfect you can sometimes recall a message but i'm, I'm also wondering if she fell victim to reply all Mm. And then tried to recall. Uh, that happens. You know, that it's, happens. Yeah. This tiny
2: detail is really just the cherry on the cake of the last 48 hours. Got to so be honest fantastic. with you. Mm-hmm. It's
0: so mm-hmm. fantastic. Um, <clears throat> and I, we have so much more to talk about, though. So we'll be, we'll be right back, 60 seconds, and then we'll get right back into it. Hang on for one second while, while we bring you a message from our sponsor. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey, it's A.G. from The Daily Beans. Hiring can be a slow, slow process. Cafe Altura's COO, Dylan Miskowitz, needed to hire a director of coffee. I I love this title. Director of coffee for his organic coffee company. But he was having trouble finding qualified applicants, so he switched to ZipRecruiter.com. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Its technology identifies people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job so you get qualified candidates fast. Dylan posted his job on ZipRecruiter and said he was impressed by how quickly he had great candidates apply for his job. He also used ZipRecruiter's candidate rating feature to filter his applicants so he could focus on the most relevant ones. And that's how Dylan found his new director of coffee in just a few days. With results like that, it's no wonder four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first 24 hours. See why ZipRecruiter is effective for businesses of all sizes. Try ZipRecruiter for free at our web address. That's ziprecruiter.com slash dailybeans. Again, that's ziprecruiter.com slash dailybeans. D-A-I-L-Y-B-E-A-N-S. ZipRecruiter.com slash dailybeans. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. All right, welcome back. We're gonna take a quick detour. Zoom, we're gonna turn left and discuss the hearing that happened today. Um, between Manhattan District Attorney, uh, which was uh, done with uh, the, the ADA was actually presenting the case. The name's Dunn. Her name, Corey Dunn? Uh, well, I'll get there in a second. But anyway, between this is where the whole Cy Vance, Manhattan DA, you know, uh, subpoenaed eight years of Trump's tax returns from Mazars, his accounting company. And um, he, Cy Vance was set to get those documents uh, from Mazars Wednesday at 1 p.m. But hours before that happened, Judge Victor Marrero issued a stay on the subpoena, but not much of one. Um, The uh, Trump side was asking for a lot of time. We need way more time. Uh, But Marrero was ready to appoint a magistrate to determine whether any of Trump's um, materials were privileged. But the ADA, Carrie Dunn, that's, that's the ADA's name, was critical of that move, calling it a transparent delay tactic, predicting a string of stays and appeals all the way up to the Supreme Court, So even and I should say, even though this is a New York state court, it can be appealed to SCOTUS when it gets to the New York Supreme Court. So uh, I I think I had said earlier that it couldn't go up to the federal court system, but it can be appealed to SCOTUS. So the ADA accused Trump of trying to run out the statute of limitations, saying, quote, so I think the stays we're talking about mean they win, we lose. And I think it's just inappropriate. Trump's lawyer, Consovoy, argued that if Mazar's complies, New York could pass a law that would allow the DA to release the taxes to the public. Dunn called that a fanciful speculation, saying, quote, I suppose it's also possible the state of New York could be annexed by Ukraine, who would invalidate the grand jury secrecy. (laughs) (laughs) In a little (gasps) knife turn on the Ukraine thing that's happening right now. The judge told the parties to sober up, get their shit together, basically, and gave them until Monday. So we'll keep you posted on that. Nice, nice. Yeah. So because I think that Trump's side was asking for like a week at least or something like that. And then the judge is like, get it together. Yeah. What are your beans on
2: what happens next with
0: this? I mean, I think that they'll get them. Um, But uh, honestly, I don't know. I'm not really familiar with this judge, but the law is really, really clear in this. And so I'm hoping... He, they allow Mazars to just hand it over. Mazars, by the way, sent a letter saying, oh, we don't have a dog in the fight. We don't care. We'll do whatever whoever says that mm-hmm. we need to do. Mm-hmm. Whatever the court yeah. says. They're not politically loyal to him. There's an mm-hmm. accounting for him. Yeah. In fact, with the the um, oversight committees, uh, they when they wanted the Mazars stuff, um, and Trump is suing there, too, and we're still in court and litigation on that, Mazars was like, oh, we'll. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll give you the stuff. We just need a subpoena, you know, so it was a friendly subpoena. That was what we were looking at uh, in that situation. That's what where the term friendly subpoena came up recently. <laughs> uh, also, in some other news, Michael Flynn, uh, Michael Flynn, <laughs> he fleeted. Michael Flynn fleeted the fifth. <laughs> Michael Flynn pleaded the fifth yesterday. We missed this story because of the impeachment party. Uh, but he pleaded the fifth yesterday, refused to be paraded, harassed or disparaged by Adam Schiff. So he was supposed to appear. He was subpoenaed to appear. Uh, or asked to appear uh, to before the House Intelligence Committee to answer questions. Uh, his attorney, Sidney Powell, refused to allow Flynn to testify before the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence, issuing a letter invoking Flynn's Fifth Amendment rights. So Flynn missed his testimony. I don't know where we go from here, um, but now that we're an impeachment official, uh, although I haven't seen an impeachment resolution voted on in the House, I think we're up to two hundred and seven Democrats.
1: Oh, we're not at two eighteen yet. Is no. that a false alarm?
0: Uh, but I've also heard we're at two seventeen. We're at two fourteen and one independent. So, what was all that talk? Just a bunch of hoopla. I don't know. I heard, I saw several people. I mean, have you literally Googled it now?
1: They said we've hit 218 already.
0: Yeah, and I, I think and you we are have wrong? as well. Oh, I, we may have. You're no, saying there's that? there's multiple reporting. Oh, I get it. Yeah. From but, different sources. And, but you've seen the 218 ones? I have. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, 2 I've seen 217 and one independent. Okay, okay. And that counts, right? Uh, no? We've got- Yeah, I mean, we only need, what, how many votes? Um, I think we
2: need 218. Yeah, we need 218. I think 218. we're currently at 216, Okay. To the New York Times, as of- 5.28 p.m. Pacific time. Thank we Wednesday. Nice. There we go. Somewhere in the middle. I like that. Yeah. So
0: everybody has kind of their own number going on. <laughs> yeah. Um, wishful thinking much. <laughs> but uh, we are in an impeachment inquiry because there is nothing specifically in the Constitution that says what has to be done to start an impeachment inquiry
2: yeah and that's kind of what uh kevin mccarthy was saying in his rebuttal to nancy pelosi like you can't just do whatever you want you can't just open an impeachment inquiry because i guess formerly when they when they were opening an inquiry for nixon it was the everyone in the house voted right but but there's no law saying that she can't do it no so it doesn't matter
0: that they've passed full house resolutions to start impeachment inquiries in clinton and nixon well, Trump's not following any precedents. Yeah, so. I know. <laughs> Maybe so, we shouldn't either. That's kind of what I'm saying. But uh, anyhow, we'll 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 keep you posted on where that is. And 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 I I'm not sure I'm not sure what's going on with Flynn. But his uh, <laughs> his next hearing, as we know, is November seventh, uh, the day of our Boston show. Yep, that's the day we'll be in Boston. And Get tickets if you haven't. It'll be two days after the Stone. Mm -hmm. Thing starts, so maybe we'll learn something. But I think it's that's just a hearing to discuss the Brady stuff that Mm -hmm. Sidney Powell wants the list of 40 dumb things that she's like, I need every single underlying piece of evidence Mm -hmm. from the Mueller report because it's relevant in this case, which it's not because he's only being charged with lying to the FBI. Uh, we also learned that prosecutors have dropped the investigations into Vin Weber and Tony Podesta. If you've been following Mueller, She wrote, or Daily Beans, we've been on these two guys for a long time because they came in the trio, Manny Moe and Jack. No, Vin Weber, Tony Podesta, and uh, Greg Craig. Those are the two other lobbyists that, that were wrapped up in the Greg Craig thing with the whitewashing of the report, Temoshenko and, and seeding that with uh, American journalists. So lobbying on behalf of, of Ukraine, uh, you know, uh, pro-Putin separatists Ukraine. Someone said we should call the scandal Ukraine. (laughs) Uh, And but Craig was acquitted. So we put beans on prosecutors dropping the other two cases if they couldn't get a conviction on Greg Craig. And it appears that we were right. So if you're interested, Vin Weber is a Republican. Tony Podesta is a Democratic lobbyist. It's not the Podesta whose emails were hacked that was Hillary Clinton's campaign person. Different Podesta. I don't know if they're related. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Everybody seems... It's Washington. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So back to the whistleblower scandal. Just a little detour there with some other headlines I didn't want to miss. Trump appeared twice today about it. Uh, Once with Zelensky and once by himself. Let's chat real quick about the Zelensky one. This seemed really awkward for Zelensky. Uh, Trump talked about their shared desire to stop corruption in Ukraine. There's his code word again. Remember, we discussed that yesterday. Corruption. He's going to nail the corruption thing. But when Zelensky was asked directly if he felt any pressure from Trump to investigate Biden, he said... <clears throat> i think you read everything i think you read the text i'm sorry i don't want to be involved in democratic open elections we had i think a good phone call it was normal we spoke about many things so i think and you read it that nobody pushed nobody pushed me and then trump interrupted and said in other words no pressure <laughs> <clears throat> which seemed really pressury
2: mm-hmm. to me
0: <laughs> didn't it Yeah. And then during the press conference, Zelensky said he didn't think about he didn't think his side of the conversation would be released. He thought only Trump's part would be released. Uh, He did not have any details about Biden. Uh, And then Trump went on to make false claims about Biden and his son. And then he praised Giuliani. And then Trump suggested Ukraine might have Hillary's emails when he discussed the crowd strike part of the call. Mm -hmm. And I find this very interesting that Trump... Uh, at, that Trump asked and has admitted he asked Ukraine to investigate CrowdStrike. And this is part of the GOP conspiracy that Russia did not hack the DNC DCCC Podesta, uh, but that instead the stuff was leaked from the inside by Seth Rich, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, that there's a, if the conspiracy goes further, that Assange spread, and we know that from the Mueller report, that, that Seth Rich was murdered by uh, Hillary Clinton. At, for leaking uh, these things, and this has been an ongoing conspiracy theory. QAnon's been pushing this. Trump uh, backers have been pushing this <clears throat> because CrowdStrike is the company that uh, DNC D Triple C called, and they investigated and found that Russia hacked their servers. Mm-hmm. And and. This has been debunked multiple times, um, this conspiracy theory. And it's also what we discussed yesterday or the day before in the Stone case, because Stone had filed a motion to compel prosecu- prosecutors to get an unredacted CrowdStrike report. But the prosecution says the CrowdStrike report, the report is in full. We don't have any, there's no redactions. And Stone conceded that. So the judge found his motion moot and summarily denied it. So Roger Stone is agreeing there's nothing to the CrowdStrike conspiracy, uh, and a federal judge has agreed. That's amazing. It's long overdue, but amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know things yeah. these things take time, but nobody's pointing that out. Like yeah. everyone's like, oh, CrowdStrike. They're looking for Hillary's emails again. Oh yawn, butter emails. It's squashed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, but this was this came up in the in the Roger Stone thing. Roger Stone said, I want that. Uh, CrowdStrike thing that that no one can see because I want to prove that the DNC wasn't even hacked. So my position, you know, my part in getting the WikiLeaks stuff doesn't wouldn't ha- even be legal. Yeah, yeah. It, or it's not even relevant because it was leaked from a Democrat. Mm-hmm. And, and you need some icy
1: hot for that stretch he's doing
0: there. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, and then the, the prosecutors came back and said, "There's no unredacted CrowdStrike. You have the whole thing." And and Roger Stone was like all right cool mm-hmm. he danced <laughs> oh, away <shit>. yeah <laughs> moonwalked away exactly yeah <clears throat> the old spaceman goodbye
1: I imagine all like a Charleston you know
0: <laughs> <laughs> just keep going backwards don't exactly, go forwards exactly yeah <laughs> just... <laughs> you know like just out of the frame
2: <laughs> <laughs> he does look like he might be a good moonwalker oh totally yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. he's
1: like a fun guy I like um, I associate moonwalking <laughs> with uh, blackface now thanks to oh, what's his face so yeah I was gonna say he'd be great at both of those things I bet
0: Charlestoning I bet he's a Charlestoner oh yeah yeah that seems steamy punky enough for him <laughs> seems a weird carnival guy
2: <laughs> the whole uh, the whole press conference with Zelensky today was uncomfortable yeah it was it was it was really something to see also when he was like uh yeah you guys should really work with Russia I know President Putin wants to do something with you like you what did he say
0: solve your uh, problems yeah he work said, things out with Putin he said
2: I believe President Putin would like do something I really hope you and President Putin can get together and solve your problem and it's like bro like Russia is their problem.
0: <laughs> well, a lot of people think this isn't just about Biden or even about yeah. Biden so much as it's about Trump getting Z- Zelensky to pull back troops in mm-hmm. the eastern province of Donbass because they're trying to run this pipeline for Russia. Mm-hmm. And apparently Russia had agreed on a on a ceasefire to pull back troops. And then when Ukraine pulled troops back, th- they were attacked. Um, multiple times on September 19th by yeah. Russian uh, separatists. They were vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: And the Ukrainians really, the thing is too, is like it's so obvious that like the United States is in, is in a position of power here because the Ukrainians really need more aid from us. And it was really wild too when Trump was like, you know, going after our allies, going after countries in the, European Union being like, they should really be helping you more. They should be helping you more. And then Zelensky was like, well, we don't need help. We need support as in we don't just need money. We need support. I think that was almost like this is my beans. My beans is that was him being like, stop aligning yourself with Putin yeah that was my beans on that and like also like he was like not realizing actually trump probably has no idea how much the eu gives to ukraine but it's more than the u.s gives that's what i just heard today yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i mean yeah the, we, we
0: talked about that yesterday. yeah
2: exactly yeah you brought that up yesterday so it was all uncomfortable and then also when he was like defending the fact that he asked rudy giuliani to um to to advise Zelensky on the biden investigation and it's like Rudy Giuliani has no official position in the White House. He's like, Trump's He lawyer. shouldn't be dealing. Like he shouldn't be advising a foreign government official on how to investigate a to political opponent. Anything. Like, it's fucking yeah. Essential. You and you know. And when he asked about it, he was like, "Well, Giuliani's a great guy."
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, Trump thinks he can appoint anyone to do anything, just like he tried to get Ivanka to be I don't know <sighs> the next VP, or when he tried to get Lewandowski
0: <laughs> to deliver the message to Jeff Sessions exactly. to limit the scope of the, the Mueller probe. Uh, and then he was like, I oh, don't know, maybe Dearborn will do it. <laughs> yeah, he
1: thinks he's like I don't know, like a god fairy or something. He's just like, can you do whatever he wants and just point and say, here you, I don't know, you're assistant president.
2: <laughs> yeah, totally. And he pulled the like classic Trump deflection too because he was pointing out that like it was he was like, oh well, it was during Obama that you lost that you had to cede Crimea to Russia. It was it was Obama's fault. It was Obama's fault. He should have helped you. And then he was like. Zelensky was like, okay, cool. Well, we could use your help now. Yeah, And he's like, well, you should work something something out with Putin. You should work that out with Putin. It's like, it's so just... How are you
0: going to blame Europe for not backing Ukraine and then sit there and say, you work it out with Putin? Yeah. (laughs) The deflection is crazy and it's, it's crazy it's, yeah. it's like yeah
1: gaslighting at its finest and yeah. we're all experiencing the same mind fuck and i think that's almost like a beautiful like unifying experience for rational people right now all over <laughs> the world we're all like coming to an agreement mm-hmm. um which is something i realized with with like i don't know just learning about stuff in my my side podcast like just the idea of where progressives have come in our own party the mm-hmm. whole world has kind of said okay by trump declaring his values is a certain way Everyone else had to decide, are we with him or against him? So he forced people to figure out what
0: their values were. And then when he forces you against him, he calls you insane. Exactly. And yeah, so back to the gaslighting. It's but, where the gaslighting Yeah, but we're is. all on the same page, and that's, that's what I think is great. And I think what was interesting uh, about this press conference, too, at least the one with Zelensky, is when he kept dragging um, Attorney General Barr into it, mm. <clears throat> I was reminded of the questioning uh, it, when Barr was uh, before Congress and, and uh, Kamala Harris went after him, saying, yep. has anyone, the president or any otherwise asked you to investigate anyone um i uh the president or anyone and that made me think or anyone Mm -hmm. made me think that giuliani that trump beans ready beans on this trump instructed giuliani to go to bar Mm -hmm. and have him investigate um joe biden And when they refused, that's when he pulled his Ukraine stuff. And so I honestly think, because like what you were talking about, when Trump sent Lewandowski to go have Jeff Sessions limit the scope of the Mueller report, I think Trump sent Giuliani because he thought he thought he got Mm -hmm. away with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To tell Barr to investigate I because he, yeah. he knows enough to not go directly to Barr and say i need you to investigate my political opponent i so he i think he sent giuliani to do it and i think giuliani fucking did it
2: yeah,
1: yeah, but what 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 is Barr ever gonna? What, would he ever admit that?
2: You know, like I wonder. How oh, does I saw a lot though? of um, different news stations playing that clip from Kamala Harris, and like I love. But somebody her. must have heard it. Yeah, I hope so. I love seeing her grill people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like she's a I, prosecutor, she's yeah, amazing. Yeah. yeah, she was. Yeah, she's he, amazing. Yeah, she is. Uh, seeing, I want her to be the attorney general. She would. Yeah, she would be a rad attorney general. But yeah, a couple uh, stations played that clip today over and over, which I hadn't actually seen before today. I didn't see it when it came out earlier in the summer. And I mean, he's just obviously lying. You know. <laughs> She's like, so did anyone, did Trump or anyone around Trump pressure pressure you to
0: investigate? Yeah, anyone. He's Has like, anyone ever um, asked you ever I don't to? <laughs> know what you mean by that? Yeah, yeah. A- a Trump or anyone around? What? Well, and on what? that topic uh, too, I think it's a great point because um,
1: correct me if we've mentioned this on the show before, but uh, the deposition that's coming up for Trump that's due like Thursday. Did you guys hear about this? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, we reported on it. He's yeah, got to yeah, do a video just, deposition. Yeah, I think I was either stone and confusing that with the podcast I listened to. It. <laughs> Time is linear. No, I, um, I really think that's interesting because he gets caught up in these, you know, conversational situations where if he's just on record in a recording, I mean, it happens on TV every day, but like in a deposition, that's where people are looking for the lie. They're looking Mm -hmm. to poke the hole. So if he actually has to do this, I imagine that, like you were saying, Amanda, he's going to really like just fall on his face. This is his weak
0: spot. I disagree and only because he's done depositions on video hundreds and hundreds of times because he's, people have sued him his whole fucking right. life and, I, and he's very good at just sitting there and going I don't recall that I, I don't understand. Know that. that's a very good point I, I can't tell you what my dick is shaped like <laughs> I'll
1: just add this I will say that while that may very well be what happens there's a chance that being president is a game changer in this case too oh there's
0: a bigger chance for him to fall on his face yeah that's yeah that's for sure but
1: you, you know what I wouldn't be surprised if what you're saying is spot on I just am kind of hoping that these moments where yeah he's been getting away with it forever and he thinks he knows what he's doing but he gets caught up like you know the harder higher they climb the harder they fall I think this is what's going to happen to him
0: yeah, I think one way or another. Yeah, I just have this feeling that he definitely knows the difference between being on television and being in a deposition because he's done both so often. <laughs> You're right. But we'll see. I want to Who get knows? frazzled, though. He's I want... also not doesn't seem like he's mentally like he used to be. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So point. that could be a problem, too. If he's if he's going down because of that, you know, third stage syphilis, mm-hmm. uh, dementia or whatever. Uh, I know that there's all sorts of uh, possibilities, speculations <laughs> about what's going on yeah. with him. But something's off. Uh, that could be a weakness for him in these in these depositions. Um, yes, yes. I'm surprised they haven't... Well, no, I'm not surprised, because if they said he's not mentally fit to sit for this deposition, that means he's not mentally fit to be president. Thank so you. You can't... I don't think he Amendment, would do that. But he's got
1: his goons, so what do you do when a mobster's a president? I don't know. He just goes up and does his best. Yeah, Nixon was the last one, would you say? Last mobster president? Mm-hmm. If, Probably
0: not. No, but, not that that we know of. Yeah. Ask a Republican. They'll be like, what do you mean? Obama. He was, he was the last openly mobster president. I like that. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. good. That, in fact, I think somebody joked around that Trump's line of neckties should be called alleged mob ties. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: <clears throat> or maybe that was a Frank Sinatra joke on The Tonight Show from 30 years ago, and I'm conflating the two. Oh, no either worries. way. Either way, it's funny. Good joke. It might have been David Letterman. But either way, you know what? We'll be right back. We have a lot more to cover. Uh, so stick around. This episode of Daily Beans is brought to you by Native Deodorant. This is my new favorite deodorant. Uh, I've been searching high and low for uh, for years for a safe, simple, clean, and effective deodorant with no aluminum that stands up to my demands, and I have finally found it. It's called Native, and uh, you don't have to just take my word for it. They have over 8,000 five-star reviews. They've been featured on the Today Show on Good Morning America, in Women's Health, Elle Magazine, Pop Sugar, Nylon, Hello Giggles. Like, they're absolutely getting the most incredible reviews, and I can see why. First, they have simple ingredients less is more with native, and you'll know everything that's in native deodorant. And they have something for everyone. They have scents for those who identify as a man or a woman, they have neutral scents. Um, They have an unscented formula. They have a baking soda-free formula for those with sensitivities. So they run the whole gamut. They've got you covered. Um, Their scents include, their popular scents, coconut and vanilla, lavender and rose, which is what I have, cucumber and mint, and eucalyptus and mint. Uh, But best of all, it works. Uh, I run a few 5Ks a week, and I'm on my feet from the crack of dawn until after midnight, and Native has never let me down. Finally, there's no, like, white residue on my clothes. I wear everything black, uh, so it's, it's important to me, and that doesn't happen with Native. And there's no risk to try it, because they offer free returns and exchanges in the U.S., or you can subscribe and save 17% and have Native delivered to your door every one, two, three, or 4 months. It's super convenient. So for 20% off your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com and use promo code DAILYBEANS at checkout. That's nativedeodorant.com and use promo code DAILYBEANS at checkout. You'll be glad you did. All right, welcome back. Some other things that we've learned throughout the day. First, we found out that the Department of Justice refused to pursue an investigation into whether Trump's call with Zelensky violated campaign finance law. And this came from a statement from the Department of Justice. The decision came after the whistleblower filed the complaint and the complaint was referred to the the Department of Justice in August from the, the Intelligence Community Inspector General. So, The whistleblower gave their complaint and then the ICIG did an investigation and the ICIG made a criminal referral to the Department of Justice. This is Trump's, a Trump appointed inspector general and the DOJ refused to pursue an investigation. Statement from Department of Justice read, relying on established procedures set forth in the justice manual, the department's criminal division reviewed the official record. I'm Bill Barr and we're not going to prosecute the president.
1: (laughs) You know, I imagine it's a great joke. I paraphrase. I (laughs) I love it. I imagine that like when this happened, like considering it was like a Trump pointy you know that person might have been actually conflicted which shows obviously how bad it is and it, it's like the scene in Titanic when they hit it and then everyone's just freaking out and just trying to like pass it along but it's just tragic and like no one wants to do it but you got to it's yeah. like you gotta try to save the you know nation you got to yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> you're just you're bound by an you're oath kind of going down but you're
1: like oh, we're doing our best
0: yeah it, it's the honest i'll finish the real statement so if they say based on the facts and applicable law there was no campaign finance violation and that no further action was warranted. All relevant components of the department agreed with this legal uh, conclusion. And the department has concluded the matter. So <clears throat> that's real. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Department of Justice did not investigate this call when the ICIG said uh, a criminal referral, you need to investigate this. Uh, The next thing that happened today that was a bombshell from the Washington Post saying the acting DNI, McGuire, threatened to resign over concerns the White House might force him to stonewall Congress when he testifies to Congress Thursday. This was according to current and former U.S. officials familiar with the matter. These sources told The Washington Post that McGuire warned the White House that he was not willing to withhold information from Congress. Then McGuire denied that he had done so, saying in a statement, At no time have I considered resigning my position since assuming this role on August 16, 2019. I have never quit anything in my life. I'm not going to start now. The White House also disputed the account, tweeting, This is actually not true. Uh, After those statements, Washington Post executive editor Martin Barron said, We stand by our story. And the sources told the Washington Post, um, the DNI has pushed the White House to make an explicit legal decision on whether it would assert executive privilege over the whistleblower complaint. Uh, And then we get to Trump's solo press conference. And I want to jump ahead to that because Trump mentioned the Washington Post story during his solo press conference and said the Amazon Washington Post (laughs) just put out a fake article that the DNI, McGuire, who I've gotten to know, he's a tough cookie. Uh, was going to quit, blaming the White House for something they wouldn't let him talk open freely. Mm-hmm. And I was surprised. I, Trump says, I was surprised. And before I could talk to him, I didn't speak to him yet. Before I, I before I could talk to McGuire, I didn't speak to Joe yet. He put out a statement saying, at no time have I considered resigning. So the story was fake. He felt it necessary to say... I hadn't spoken to him yet. Well, this is just like... Before he put his statement out.
1: When he said the planes had to ground, he's like, they'll ground before they land or something. Remember he said that statement where he couldn't make sense of the fact that, like, planes can, you know, ground as they land. Like, he had to say, like, oh, but they're going to ground before they land or something. It was just like a weird statement he made. It was so ridiculous. I can't remember the logic. But it happened. And, (laughs) you know, late night was all over it. So I remember. But I just... thought it was... It's kind of just like this where he doesn't understand. It's almost like a, a little window into his brain. Mm -hmm. You know, and the drugs he must be on, or whatever. What he
0: reminded me of is when he was talking about the uh, Melania uh, has a son uh, Mm. together. (laughs) Another example. He forgot that minute. He won't even correct
1: himself. So that's what I'm worried about: is that he actually doesn't have like a sensical like pattern in his head. Like it's not nothing's making sense even to him.
0: Yeah, but 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 when he comes out and specifically wants you to know that he did not talk to McGuire between the time the Washington Post article came out and the time McGuire put his statement out, that means that he spoke to him.
1: Yeah, good point. I also wanted to mention that the um, Amazon Washington Post sounds like a Trump insult generator. (laughs) You know, just like (laughs) the failing (laughs) Buzzfeed. Yeah. times yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> like just pick yeah yeah the witch hunt hoax Amazon <laughs> right right caravan you know like <laughs> 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 just a refrigerator poetry which is basically how we speak absolutely refrigerator poetry <laughs> who's doing Trump refrigerator oh poetry oh is gosh. anyone
2: doing that because let's
0: do it is your refrigerator poetry running no, not work. <laughs> <laughs> I just um I just copyrighted it so you uh, if there you're you listening you can't steal it it's official it. Uh, <laughs> I have it. I have it on tape. I've got a timestamp. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. Uh, but look for it soon at Miller, com. Uh or at what I should I should actually say theDailyBeansPod.com. They'll find us. You'll get it. You'll yeah. <laughs> you'll figure it out. You all are very smart folks. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, that that he he felt it necessary to come out and say he I didn't speak to him between the time the story came out and the time he put a statement out. I didn't talk to him. I didn't talk to the guy. I didn't talk to Joe. So, yeah, I thought that was pretty fancy.
1: Yeah, yeah. Very classy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What a dick. I'm scared. I hate to say it, too, out of context, but it feels very relevant, actually. I I was thinking today about how terrified I am for, like, even with the greatness of impeaching him and, and, or, you know, at least moving along impeachment, allowing the Republicans to go on the record, I just really am terrified for the backlash.
2: Can I give you a little bit of hope? Sure. Okay. So, something I heard today, which gave me a little bit of, uh, gave me a little bit of hope about this entire impeachment situation, because you hear a lot of people saying this is super divisive and this is really bad for the country. But apparently, Nancy Pelosi, one of the things that pushed her over the edge. I mean, aside from what Trump did, being a totally impeachable offense, (laughs) was that she started to get Democrats on her side who were moderate, who were from purple districts, who had gone for Trump in 2016. and she was thinking, you know, if these moderate Democrats who are from districts where you have a lot of Republicans are saying they want him impeached, she's hoping that, you know, the the purple district, so goes the country, you yeah. know? So it's like, yes, this is scary what's happening with Trump. And I think there are things to be nervous about. And I'm not discounting your fear. Mm-hmm. But I also think that, like, hopefully we've reached a tipping point and like enough Americans support this, that we can have, you know, enough people power behind all of this that things will happen thank you You that actually
1: does give me hope because all the things i'm scared about climate change gun reform you know the alt-right movement and their little they call their civil war the boogaloo it's like a stupid name for a stupid group but yeah all these things are real fears but like you said if we can at least get these rational people they call it the boogaloo i swear to god you can google it it's hard to spell but just look up alt-right civil war they're planning something like breaking is that what that's from? Breaking
0: 2, the electric boogaloo? I guess so. Ozone and turbo? I, didn't,
1: I really don't know. An
0: 80s movie about breakdancing and saving miracles? That might be it. If they're trying to usurp that, I'm going to be really mad. Well, they took <laughs> you Pe- can't have they that. They
1: took <laughs> Pepe the Frog, who was a progressive roommate with other animals living in his house, and that was supposed to be about li- like you know living with people and sharing space. They took him and made him a Nazi. I'll never forgive them for that. Or Nazism. And on top of that, they took the rainbow flag, or they're trying to, so they're going to get the rainbow even, flag. They can't have it. Well, mm-hmm. the clown thing going on. I mean, technically, they're oh, already. I'm
0: fucking terrified But they're clowns. putting
1: the rainbow with the clown, So I, I'm afraid that Nazis actually, like the swastika, I guess that wasn't theirs originally either. Right. Or uh, the Sharp group. They they co-opted that for some time. Oh, really? You didn't hear about That's why I was confused when you mentioned the sharps, because there was a moment where obviously the sharps were, you know, for working class people. And then it became this Nazi group. Oh, was, you're
0: talking about their style. Their, not, the, not the name. Actually, because the name stands yeah, for Skinheads totally Against right. Racial totally Prejudice, right. but yes, yes, they <laughs> co-opted the style. This, they co-opted the, the mod style. Yeah, they yeah. take
1: things that seem intentionally like well, they opposite the of the most where,
0: original group.
1: That's very true. So I, I guess with all that being said, I do actually appreciate mm-hmm. that, Amanda, because it yeah. does give me hope that if we can at least get these former Trumpers on our side, then we can actually pass laws that can prevent these people from their boogaloo, you know, becoming a real, I mean, it kind of is already slowly happening, but from getting worse. The thing is, Trump
2: is always going to have his base. He's always going to have people who support him. But I think that keep in mind, too, that a lot of people like didn't didn't vote at all, right? Mm-hmm. And so there are a lot of people who like were fairly apolitical, maybe until recently, who are now like, "Hey, man, shit's fucked." Exactly. You know awakening. You're totally right. Yeah. So yeah. like, I'm I'm not discounting your fears. You know, especially being like a black lesbian. I appreciate you it. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, so, but also like, you know, keep in mind that like
1: we have the numbers. I do appreciate that so much. I believe it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are more of
0: us. We're just gerrymandered. Yeah,
1: but we got to keep this <laughs> fire going. Yeah, we got to keep the pressure on. But we do have the numbers. I believe. Keep but, educating. I think we will, and and
0: their talking points are going to be that this is going nowhere. It's a Republican talking point Mm -hmm. to say that this is divisive, that this will go nowhere, that you are going to lose the election. Uh, You'll see a lot of, uh, you'll see, oh, this... oh, the Democrats just gave the election to Trump. That's a, a Republican talking point. Yeah, don't listen to it.
2: Yeah. Don't listen to it. And don't listen to Tulsi Gabbard say that either. No, yeah. no, they <laughs> leaked it to us.
0: We know it's their talking point. Exactly. Uh, Yeah, just watch out for Democrats using Republican talking points. Right. Uh, I and, have to watch
1: and, out for, for people with like black pictures of their avatar on Twitter. I'm like, those damn Russians. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and maybe and maybe speak to them and be like, hey, I just want you to know that you're reiterating a, a, a Trump, a GOP talking point, And I don't know if you knew that or not or where you picked it up from, but you might want to check your source. Pulling Elizabeth yeah. Warren like at the debates when she's like,
2: excuse mm. me, uh, that's a Republican talking point? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and I do
1: want to say really quick, this is uh, more like I mentioned before, Obviously, I don't think every black avatar
2: <laughs> is a <laughs> Russia. I just want
1: to point it out. Some people are very sensitive to the topic. Lisa doesn't think there are black people on Twitter. <laughs> no, well, you know what? I've heard some weird thing going around where the, uh, white people are telling other white people and, and hashtag not all white people. But there's like this trend <laughs> where you're supposed to follow 50 people of color just to observe their habits and just like try to be an ally through observation. That's apparently white people have to tell me that was a thing. I didn't even know. i I'm was going be like, real with you. Yeah. I do
2: that because you guys are funnier. Oh, I appreciate that. Black people Twitter?
1: (laughs) No, no, no. I I will take that. Black people Twitter is a real group. Obviously, if they found out you were on it, they might be like, what are you here for exactly? But they are funny. They are funny. I have heard of that. That is insane. It's an amazing group that's like kind of a community on mainly Reddit, but it started off on Twitter and it's like, uh, they don't just post black people stuff, but it is mostly about black people being funny on Twitter. And I think this is interesting because it's not quite racism to me or at all even because The group, it calls themselves that this is a, Mm -hmm. you know, their self proclaimed group, but they also, um, I think when it comes to the oppressed versus the oppressor as a as a race, we can do this. You can say things like, "I actually do think your group is funny." I feel like it's important. important oh yeah, I mean, I'm not like yeah. going around
2: purposefully following up people on purpose to observe them or anything. Right. I'm just making a statement that like my black friends are funnier than I am. That's I appreciate all I'm that. Saying.
1: That's a valid point. And getting back getting back to the it's 50... not like a Twitter affirmative action or anything. No, no, I it's trust like, you. It's
0: like when I, when I joined J date, you know. we're like, Yeah, hey, I see you.
1: Right, right. <laughs> I, to- I totally trust like, you. Like, I just want some Caffeld. <laughs> I just. Yeah, I was speaking more to like the fact that some people that's actually are doing this. Oh, yeah, that was all a joke. On a real note, there are some people, yeah. some, some white people that were doing that, and I'm like, okay, that's interesting, hmm. and uh, I already forgot how we got here. But, um, <laughs> yeah, man, I guess. Uh, I guess. we're Also, on the is-
2: subject, RIP Vine. Best platform. Oh, yeah. Vine was great, funny. but you know, TikTok
1: is the new thing. Color. TikTok is it great is. for all content, political, TikTok anything. TikTok is neat.
0: Yeah, people- I watched a rubber chicken do Pockables, Canon and D, today, <laughs> and I, it's, it's, I tweeted it. Go see it. It's also, lovely. Also,
2: shout out to the wonderful lady who gave you a rubber chicken pin in seattle yes
0: the the archie <laughs> mcphee um so rubber good. chicken pin they're on oh, twitter thank you i'm AG following them yeah, yeah really
2: loves rubber chickens you made chickens of all kinds day. all chickens
0: Ch- right yeah, but especially comedic chickens which is the rubber chicken yeah exactly. yeah, yeah i don't discriminate <laughs> all chickens matter um but no i do yeah be the the chicken being the rubber chicken being the comedic representation of chickens of the oh. chicken community that's who I follow and observe on Twitter. AG, very nice. Man. We all have
1: our things. I like the number 19. I think I'm very obsessive
0: over that. It's your
1: birthday, isn't it? It is. And that's really the only connection I've ever uh-huh. made.
0: Prime number. Prime number. Hey, uh-huh. shout out. What's and the one other one plus nine Composite. equals 10 and one plus zero equals one. And that's a prime number. What's the opposite of a prime number? I already forgot. Uh, a number
1: you can divide things into. What's the word for it, though? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> damn. See, that's some math insider nerdy shit right there. I already forgot from school what the opposite of a prime number is, like what it's called. I a factorial
0: number something you can factor
1: mm, i mean the nerds are probably screaming at us right now like just google it would you yeah producer and by nerds i, I mean in a good way i hope that it's- what, oh i'm what a huge math again? nerd i should know this yeah.
0: opposite of a prime number yeah there's like two
1: <clears throat> categories and prime is one of them right and then the other is like what's
0: this with C, perhaps hmm uh mm. i think it's just a number you can divide by more than one integer. You might be right. I
1: might just be that math illiterate because I was never that great. And I just, my brain always told me there. Yeah, wow. Well, I just learned something in real time.
2: It is a highly competent, a highly composite number or an anti-prime number? Composite number. Oh, thank you. Oh, my gosh.
0: Wow. There we go. You got it. Composite number. It began with a C.
1: You have no idea how proud I am of myself. I suck at math. And I don't think
0: that that's a math question. I think that that's an English question. (gasps) I was always better at English anyways. Because they're called composite. It's a word. A definition of a word. You're totally (laughs) right. (laughs) Because (laughs) when I took statistics, I was like, this isn't math. This is a language you tricked me. And I love
1: the way your brain thinks because you automatically started doing a problem to figure out what it meant. And my brain is like, I don't even know what composite would mean, like, besides what I just
0: said. like I I don't Know. do the math I just don't know the word for it and I can't do the math but a, I know word the word for, it's a word problem we complete each other Ag. <laughs> together we know it all <laughs> composite numbers so don't add us uh, we got it we got composite it composite numbers <laughs> we figured it out we uh, got there we did on uh, to more news <sighs> mm-hmm. that, that felt good to, to figure that out uh anyway we'll be right back this is AG and Daily Beans would like to thank our good friends at Beta Brand for making the most amazing pair of pants in the universe. It's the dress pant yoga pants. They are my new go-to pants for every day, night out, nights out, and they're work appropriate. And I also would like to acknowledge, first of all, they're extremely knowledgeable and friendly sales staff, that these pants speak for themselves. They don't actually speak, but they do it, if you know what I mean. They have four styles, the crop, the boot cut, the skinny, and the straight leg. And I bring one of each in black with me on every trip I take. And I, I wear them all the time here at home too. And I do that for a a lot of reasons first they pack and travel brilliantly because they don't wrinkle plus they're as comfortable as yoga pants but with dressy details like real buttons real pockets belt loops and faux zippers and they're made of four-way stretch knit that just feels amazing and i can wear them on the plane or in meetings with former u.s attorneys and they transition to cocktail hour seamlessly they're absolutely wonderful pants uh before beta brand i had to buy all my suiting from the regular places off the rack it didn't fit i had to tailor it uh, they don't move with me. They didn't breathe. They had itchy tags. Ugh, it was horrible. I was constantly aware of how uncomfortable I was instead of being in the moment. And that's no way to live your life. Okay. So with beta brand dress pants, yoga pants, being so comfortable, you can focus on your work without having to worry about how awesome you look or how comfortable you are. I can't say enough about these pants. So head to beta brand.com slash daily beans, all lowercase to get 20% off yours. That's beta brand.com slash daily beans for 20% off the most comfortable pair of pants you'll ever own all right, welcome back. We're back. Let's dive into two things. Uh, first, let's talk about the rest of that sad Trump solo presser and then the actual whistle- whistleblower complaint. Because as Trump was putting on that press conference for you, members of the House and Senate Intelligence Committees were in a skiff reading the whistleblower complaint, uh, which has been now classified by the White House. Uh, in fact, when Nancy Pelosi came out, she says, I can't talk about it. Trump classified it. Uh, so here's some of the, my notes from the, the solo press conference. Um he said the whistleblower information was second hand second tier you'll have to figure that out we were going to release this anyhow even though it's second hand information which is interesting he says it's a threat mm-hmm. yeah uh and other things have come out about the whistleblower which are more interesting like what how do you even know what other things and do you, do you know who do you know who it is uh, and he also says we insist on transparency from Joe Biden. And then he pivots to Biden like he does. Uh, I've informed a leader about that and I've demanded transparency from Democrats who went to Ukraine to try to force the new president to do things that they wanted under the form of political threat. They threatened him if he didn't do things. And that's what they're accusing me of. But I didn't do it. <laughs> so he's saying the Democrats did what I did, but I didn't do what they did. Wow. Uh, the press was asking Zelensky um, if Zelensky said no pressure. And he said, well, I said pressure. He said push, but he meant pressure. Really? Did he? Uh, but it's in the, it's the same thing. Um, no push, no pressure, no nothing. It's all a hoax, a hoax. And that's sad. Nothing about this hoax is what we do a lot of good things. <laughs> and the press doesn't cover it. So we want transparency. We've informed Kevin McCarthy about transparency and said vote for it. Hmm. Uh, I it almost got no attention but CNN reported in May that Senators Menendez Durbin and Leahy wrote a letter to Ukraine's prosecutor general expressing concern at the closing of four investigations they said were critical in the letter they implied that their support for US assistance to Ukraine was at stake if they didn't do the right thing they wouldn't get any assistance does that sound familiar. Uh, and Chris Murphy is too busy waiting, uh, wasting time on the witch hunt. Murphy literally threatened the president of Ukraine that if they didn't do things right, they would have dem They wouldn't have dem support. So you got to look at all this up. you got to look it up. So now he's pivoting, blaming the Democrats mm-hmm. for this is what we what he does. Oh, yeah. Naturally. Uh, one other thing I'm just going off certain notes and elements, uh, the Amazon Washington Post. And this is when he talks about McGuire and says, I, I definitely didn't speak to him <laughs> before he made his statement. I certainly didn't talk to him. I didn't talk to Joe. Uh, so having a great period of time, our country is the strongest, Then he just brags about his shit and his dick and his wall, brags about the economy, wages are up, inequality is down. What? Wow, that's the first I've ever heard of that stat. Inequality is down. Inequality is down. Mm. Can I get a t-shirt for that? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He says, this is a joke, impeachment is a joke, from a wonderful conversation, why haven't they asked for my first conversation that I had? They haven't asked for my first conversation with Zelensky, Okay, well, we are now. Yeah, yeah, wow. And then he says they haven't asked for VP Pence's conversations because he had a couple of conversations with Ukraine. They were all perfect. I'll save you the time. They are all perfect. Uh, The word is they're going to ask for the first one. You can have it. And Mike Pence's conversations, you can have them. They were perfect. They were all perfect. Hmm. So three pence right under the bus there. Uh, and then he said, Democrats, Democrats are belittling, belittling and demeaning our country. Many, many people come up to me and say, sir, what you're going through is no president has ever gone through. It's so bad for your country, your country. So I, par- I guess it's his country. Huh. Uh, then he talked about his wall. And he, he seemed to move the goalposts a little bit because at first he said he was going to build 2,500 miles of wall that's 50 feet high or whatever. He's saying now we only need about 400 miles maybe 500 miles which i think is all he can afford to do and get finished <laughs> by the time the election rolls around. Did so, he also throw in something about San Diego?
2: Did uh, i did i miss that? He said that? he
0: visited it. Yeah, yeah, i think he said something like and i've heard him say this before. The people in San Diego really want a wall and i'm always like no we don't. No we don't. <laughs> uh, and then he just went on about Obama um, you know what he what you know uh, well a reporter asked him what would you have said if Obama asked a foreign leader for info um, and he says that's what he did that's what the whole witch hunt started you you see what they did to us no other president should have to go through that what i went through new president of ukraine is looking at corruption another thing he mentioned corruption again uh and then they asked well why should the u.s people be comfortable with the president asking a foreign leader for information about an american citizen and he says well i think you could look at senator and biden and all of these other people but we're looking for corruption investigation started phony russian witch hunt it was set up to stop namely me by the way when you run a race, you go by the Electoral College. That's much different. You train differently. I can't help that my <laughs> opponent didn't go to Wisconsin or Michigan or Pennsylvania. Those are, by the way, the three states where he won by less than 70,000 votes. Mm-hmm. And the the three states that Kalimnik gave polling information mm-hmm. to Dara Pasca on behalf of Manafort. <clears throat> Interesting. He brought those three up. Uh, then you had the text message. If she doesn't win, we have an insurance policy. He brings up the struck text page. He just goes over his whole conspiracy theory list. Uh, and then, so that's basically what that press conference went like. He, radical far left socialist Nancy Pelosi allows her position to be taken over. He, then he didn't he say Nancy Pelosi is no longer the Speaker of the House. He did say that yeah. as far She's, as he's
1: concerned.
2: Yeah, yeah. She's lost her way. She's radically. Le- and also he threw in America will never be a socialist country, which was like he was campaigning. In a press he's conference, yeah, yeah, he was always campaigning. He, you know,
0: he did it at the UN. His UN speech, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I
1: didn't realize that uh, Pelosi was speaker because Trump allowed her to be. I had no idea. You didn't know that? I missed that. She part has of school, to House ask Rock. every
0: morning. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> for
1: permission, to he's continue. like, "Sorry, Nancy, you've lost your way. Not yep. today.
0: Not today, Nancy. <laughs> I see you, socialist, radical, left Dems coming right. with your freaky DNC leaks and you know. some of the talking points on Pelosi
2: right now are like I, I keep thinking about the clip I heard from Kevin McCarthy earlier on the radio where he was like uh, sorry the 2016 election didn't go the way you wanted Nancy and I'm like <laughs> it's, like,
0: it's like all these Republicans slept through 2018. We yeah. kicked your asses. It, There's been an election since 2016, and we fucking kicked your asses. Also,
2: this has nothing to do with the 2016 election. This is to do with like the president's impeachable offense that just happened this year in 2019.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I, I I say it has a little bit to do with 2016, but I do see what you mean. Well, I mean, like, yeah. You, you, I think we both agree. Yeah yeah, 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 totally.
2: It has everything to do, but also right. we're specifically talking about something your that just happened. still valid, yeah. I yeah. would like
0: Pelosi to say, well, I spoke to multiple. And since his uh, investigation has been um, limited to only future election interference, uh, we have a problem with what you did with Ukraine. <laughs> because that's future election interference. Mm-hmm. So even even if he got Lewandowski to deliver the message to Sessions, who would have unrecused himself and then limited the scope of the Mueller investigation to be future elections he'd be in trouble
2: yeah today's uh his solo press conference he seemed like even more confused than usual and kind of rambling and kind of reminded me of like when i wake up after having taken too much melatonin. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just this and that and a little bit of this and I'm half through really
0: script and then we get bored with it. We'd start talking about socialism. Right. Fun um, fun fact. I
1: used to confuse the words uh, melatonin and melanin all the time and it just made for the weirdest like mix up. I'm like, "Why, why are you looking at me like that?" I just said, "I don't okay, know. When when I, I, I took a melanin, of melatonin, okay?" Yeah, yeah, like there's so many examples I can't even repeat, but I can't yeah. sleep, I I need more melanin. Exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Think basically. Help. basically. Uh, yeah. uh, and then uh, let's finish this off with the first reactions to the um, whistleblower report. And and I want to be clear here. The whistleblower report was handed over to classified uh, to uh, the intelligence committees in a skiff, which is a you know room where you can't take it out or would I have your phones or anything like that. So they go into the skiff, they read it and then they leave. Everybody was pale faced when they came out. Very, very somber. Holy shit. Adam Schiff was like, this is bad. I got to go. And uh, and we, we start getting these first reactions um, emerging from the skiff. And uh, first, I think Merkel came out and he said, this is the political equivalent of shooting someone in the middle of Fifth Avenue. And then he's like, but so I don't know if the Republicans are going to be on our side or not. But, you know, if they do, then they're running up and trying to cover up the fact that he shot somebody on Fifth Avenue. Uh, He said it's extraordinarily detailed, very well done. Everyone who talked about it said it's very professional and well laid out. It's a roadmap for us to investigate. Uh, It's still classified. Uh, We would argue it's not up to the White House to declassify it, but they are declassifying it. Uh, Don't know how long that will take. Um, And, you know, uh, Merkley said, I can't detail uh, anything that involves the, the call, but it's deeply disturbing. It reinforces the concerns from what we previously knew, and it's a blueprint for what we need to know. <clears throat> it lays out what Congress needs to investigate. Uh, first, the courage of the whistleblower. A lot of people mentioned how uh, courageous the whistleblower was. And if they block one in this way, two bad things happen, uh, things leak, or wrong wrongdoing goes unpunished. So if the American people will be patient, let all the information come out, they'll understand the truth of this and why it's important. But these actions that we read about this morning took place, <clears throat> right after the Mueller report, which means Trump thinks that because special counsel didn't get him, he could go on to higher crimes and higher misdemeanors. So they're saying this is worse mm-hmm. than what, what the Russian uh, collusion that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He got ballsier or, you know, whatever that phrase should be turned into. He
1: pushed up. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, like you said, he, before, got, he, yeah, he, he, he got a yeah He feels as though he got away with everything yeah, so invincible. far, so why not continue to keep pulling the same shit? Yeah, hit me, baby, like blackjack.
0: He, <laughs> he says, be prepared. The White House is going to play games on this. Um, he said only 3% of Americans read the Mueller report. Millions more watched his testimony, and now millions more will hear about this. It should be available for mass consumption soon. Mm. Watch out for the games the White House is going to play. Then, Squalwell. Kind of talked probably too much. He (laughs) called it a five alarm concern. That was the first words out of his mouth. The complaint laid out in a professional way. We have more witnesses to interview that can corroborate and more documents to get. Provides a roadmap for us to investigate. Number of people around the conduct who didn't say anything shocked him. So if others are out there, he made a call. If others are out there and you want to be patriotic and be brave like this whistleblower, you should come forward. So thank you to the whistleblower. Mm -hmm. Uh, He he also wants to know why this wasn't turned over. Uh, We don't need to change the law. We don't need the whistleblower to go around the law. We need the DNI to follow the law. When asked if Trump had any justification for withholding it, he says, yeah, it's called consciousness of guilt. And they were afraid they were going to get in trouble. So I can see why they wouldn't want us to get it. That's but as, hilarious. But as far as the law goes, no, there's no justification for obstruction. Very, you know, it's a classy way to throw some shade there. Wasn't like that nice? It. I like it. Um, the whistleblower invokes other witnesses to this disturbing conduct. The IG investigated. But we can deduce that since he said the complaint is urgent and credible, we can infer that. That the ICIG spoke to those witnesses. We saw the complaint, but the DNI is not allowing us to see the ICIG report. There's a lot of people we need to talk to, um, that the IC and, uh, that the IC talked to. Uh, this is a call uh, right now for anyone who he said, this is a call right now for anyone who saw anything wrong in the intelligence community. It's time to come forward. <laughs> oh, my God. You will not be rewarded by this president. You will not be rewarded for lawlessness. It's time to come forward. Entered all the memes of people rushing like a stampede yeah. or the Mean Girls gift the, where they uh, all raise their hand. <laughs> or the Area 51 <laughs> <laughs> run, whatever. The- yeah. <laughs> Uh, he says, I'm concerned the president is questioning the whistleblower's credibility and patriotism because, first, how in the hell does he know who the person even is? There's no reason the White House should know the name. And if that's the case, if the name were passed to the White House or the Department of Justice, boy, are we in a whole different area of violations of the law. Oh, I bet we already are. That's not, that's not shocking. I mean, it should be, but it's not. But the attack on the whistleblower could prevent future whistleblowers from coming forward. So Congress got the complaint, but not the work the ICIG did. And by law, <clears throat> they are supposed to get that. The matter is still urgent and credible. Yeah. <laughs> So that was uh, the Swalwell's reaction, mm. and we did get a couple of Republicans uh, reacting. Well, Romney reacted earlier by the about the mm-hmm. conversation that was releasing. It was very troubling. Right, he rode on a horse. So. John <laughs> yeah. Thune, a Republican, said, "I don't like seeing that."
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. No, sir. Uh,
0: but Ben Sass said Republicans ought not be rushing to circle the wagons and say there's no there there when there's obviously a lot that's very troubling. And that's mm-hmm. after he the, mm-hmm. read the whistleblower yeah. complaint. Very dadly. Other of than that, that. <laughs> Republicans were full on no comment. Mode. Might as well, yeah. I'm wondering, you know, like f-
2: if for I mean, I, I know we always say that Trump's face will support him no matter what, but I'm wondering if that if that's true for this particular instance. Do they? I mean, you know, they this like is the first
0: time I've heard a, a Republican other than Justin Amash. I come mean, come out, yeah. yeah. I mean, are
2: are 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 lifelong Republicans, even Trump supporters, going to call their reps about this? You know, like mm. that's what I'm. Curious oh, Americans, about. that's a yeah, great because question. yeah, because you know, like. He, obviously there are people who are going to support him no matter what, but this is so blatantly wrong and unconstitutional and improper. What is, you know, like support his agenda or not, like this is unpatriotic. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think
1: you made great points too. Um, I agree with you, Amanda, as well. I think the idea is that Republicans basically have not come out and said anything yet, like except for the few examples you mentioned. So they, yeah. it's practically zero. Republicans, you mean the politicians? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, the the politicians. And so in that case, it's up to the people. You yeah. both are right. It's yeah. it's falling on the people. It is on the people. Yeah,
0: unfortunately, they're relegated to Fox News and only what their Republican representatives tell them. Like yeah. when yeah. that when that Justin Amash rally, when and we all remember this that woman at the Justin Amash rally mm-hmm. that said, "I had no idea there was anything bad about Trump and the Mueller report." We need more what? of that. You know what we really need need actually
1: reaction videos of Republicans responding to Trump. That'd be great. Yeah. You know, like they have reaction videos for everything, anything. Just have it for Republicans that are like, oh, my God, I had no idea. I was watching Fox.
2: And yeah, I need that. We need to. Yeah. We need to revive a Republicans against Trump movement because like it's, you know, it's great to call more and more people over to vote blue. And and obviously we all support that. But like we're also going to need people in red districts. Like if you supported Trump up until now. Great. Well, not great. (laughs) But but like this is how can you continue to like how can we continue to have a functioning democracy if you are if you're supporting a president who is pulling unconstitutional shit? Absolutely. We we don't have any faith in our institutions. So, you know, for everyone, for the country, you know, you should be calling your reps even in, in red areas. Yes. I yeah, love that obviously. point so much
1: it <laughs> reminds me of the reasons that religion is protected the same way that political affiliation is <laughs> under the law is because these things are not so much meant to like I want to convert you to believe what I believe entirely we just want if you're a Republican and you want to stay a Republican for whatever reason what it means to be a Republican I would like to be different as a fellow citizen if you if you want to be again a fiscal conservative and all an American to that, yeah back to the you know what Reagan was getting and who was it that was uh, the better Republican not Reagan I guess but you know like the the more yeah I guess fiscal conservative is the most I can agree with but even I'm not so much a fiscal conservative so I can just like agree to disagree while also not trying to convert them but there's social elements here at play that I think are important to what should be like an American foundation
2: yeah it's like I'm I'm not yeah I mean look like you don't have to support a democratic agenda to 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 be an American in this moment
1: exactly you can just support like just basic things like not separating families yeah I don't think it's a Republican well she's talking about
2: in this moment yeah T- I'm, I'm talking specifically oh, about yeah, yeah not in, trump i'm talking yeah. specifically right. about calling i'm talking like you know whether or not you support the the whether or not you would like to see a democratic or a president in the next election and i'm sure for a lot of people who voted for trump or who remain republican that's not the case mm-hmm. but all of that aside what's happening right now is an abuse of power and for everyone for the country for all americans like republicans should see that trying to
0: undermine our free and uh, undermine our free and fair elections uh, using a uh, foreign power
2: mm-hmm. yeah and, and
0: that should be it but also along the lines you're talking about there's just some basic fucking decency yeah. that you should have in this country it gets trickier
1: when it becomes a morality thing which technically i guess it all is but you're right this seems more concrete it should to never even Republicans, morality is, right yeah morality is
0: people should be good people uh i know and that have be this what you do season one in, of your own home but like Politics are politics. The law is the law, and and you shouldn't be applying your your feelings to it. Um, that's well, just that's what I think.
1: I I guess when you make the law, yeah, feelings go into that, and then upholding it, feelings. I see what you mean, though. Like bad.
0: Feelings. No, what I, no. What I'm saying is like. If I'm making a law, it sh- I shouldn't. If I f- don't like abortion, yeah. I shouldn't make a law based on my morality.
1: Mm, well, I mean, I think I think it's just human to be a. Po- yeah, that's where it, it,
2: it's hard to say it out loud because then it gets okay. really slippery slopish. Okay, what about okay, what about this? Upholding the law shouldn't be a moral issue. If there's a law in place, unless it's a bad law, right? like yeah, unless oh, it's yeah. a bad yeah, law, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's yeah. why okay. I think morality right. is important. But is a longer conversation. But this <laughs> yeah. is a good law, and yeah. it
0: should be upheld. Yeah. I agree. Uh, completely. If you
2: agree that abusive that that presidents shouldn't abuse their power. Let's say that. Yeah. yeah,
1: and then that becomes subjective. But but I agree with you all at this table about what that means. But when when it, everyone else comes into play, it's a very, like you said, long conversation about the subjectivity of morality. And
0: we can talk all after, day. Laws, laws that are based on morals, I, I just, nope. I think all laws are based on morals. I don't think so. Okay. I think they should be based on whether or not you infringe on the human rights of other people, not whether I'm, you feel like you are. somewhere. In human between. rights are subjective, but I agree with you on what most of those are. I, I think so. As defined by the Geneva Conference. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm full on black and white objective here like, I'm somewhere between but, like, like a lot of people would think hey mor- morally I think that you shouldn't kill someone yeah sure but also legally I don't think you should right. kill someone because it infringes on their right to exist well I have mm-hmm. a question do you feel like in your life
1: you've never done anything wrong that would be considered like a gray area because I think that's where it comes into play is that everyone has something that they feel like is a gray area so even politicians and gray doesn't mean like it's totally corrupt but it's like your perspective matters a lot so, yeah. yeah, I think morals and, and laws do coincide very closely.
0: Okay. I guess more what I'm talking about is your religious morality shouldn't be put into law and canon.
1: Sure. I agree Hence with that, the separation too. I of think, yeah, I think this conversation can always get deeper, but I do agree with that statement, even though I know there's an asterisk that everyone could apply. That's just the way it is sometimes with these conversations they're very philosophical. Absolutely. We need to have a beer. We do. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yeah,
0: let's do it. I might have some more rum punch, some impeachment punch, but I think we should do it. <laughs> and and thank you all so much for for listening. This kind of went on for a little while, but we had some really good discussions and We're having um, some
2: feelings. I love like it. We're having it. some
0: feelings and it was a big it was a so many news day yeah many news. i'm set, feeling the so. highs and the lows but overall I'm, I'm down for the ride i'm feeling i'm <laughs> yeah. feeling like it, you, you gotta be right buckle up <laughs> uh and and hey the deeper sorrow digs into your soul the larger the well to hold happiness that's my final thought any for you i uh, just check
1: out the racial model
0: show and the jaleesa johnson show and thanks for listening Yeah. yeah nothing for me yeah thanks for having me on all right. Uh, anyway, hey, hey, everyone, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, take care of the planet. I've been A.G. I've been Jaleesa Johnson. I've been Amanda Reader. And them's the Beans. The Daily Beans is produced by A.G., featuring Jaleesa Johnson and Jordan Coburn, and engineered and edited by Mackenzie Mizell and Starburns Industries. Our marketing manager is Sarah Lee Steiner, and our merchandising manager is Sarah Hirschberger Valencia. Fact-checking and research by AG, Jalisa Johnson, and Jordan Coburn, with executive assistance by Amanda Reeder. Our music is written and performed by They Might Be Giants. Our web design and branding are by Joel Reeder with Moxie Design Studios, and our website is dailybeanspod.com.